This video, I'm going to be sharing with you three signs that you live in a virtual reality and don't even know it. I'm going to show you signs that it's highly probable that this is the case and how we can use knowing this to our advantage to create what we want in our life. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, I'm going to be sharing with you the three signs that us as a society or as the reality that we live in, that it is probably a virtual reality. And this isn't something that I'm just kind of thinking of. This is something that there's been a lot of other very credible people that have thought of, like Elon Musk, for example, has said this on many occasions that he believes the probability that we live in a virtual reality is much more than the probability that this is the baseline reality. What he says is he believes that this, what we experience in our life that we interpret through our five senses, he says the chance of this being the baseline reality is less than a fraction of 1%, which means and implies that it is highly probable that we do live in a form of virtual reality. Now, this is something that I've thought a lot about. And let me first off kind of share the idea that this doesn't have to be something scary. This isn't something like we live inside a little bit of a, we live in a little computer box. It simply means that there's certain programs of reality. There are certain ways that reality works that when we become aware of, we could then start to use to our advantage. And it also comes from this understanding that we are an immortal spiritual being living a very temporary human experience. I believe that one of the signs or not necessarily one of the signs, but one of the parts and reasons that we come to experience life in this reality is because we forget who we are at a late, at a greater consciousness level. And this actually helps us because imagine playing a video game and the whole time you know it's a game and you won't take it as seriously as something that you log into that you believe is real. And part of it is you have to believe it is real to really take it to the level to where you learn from it. So, the way that I view it is that we are immortal spiritual beings living very temporary human experiences and that one of those parts is that we've in a way logged into this game, this virtual reality where there's certain rules, there's certain ways that things happen but we can learn to hack it. That's kind of what I'm going to be sharing with you as well. Now, the first sign that we live in a virtual reality and we may not know it is simply the idea that we already almost have the technology to do this, even as a society with where we are right now. So think about it like this. I've shared this story once or twice on my channel before, but not too long ago, maybe this was like a year ago, my cousin came over. I was at my dad's house visiting. My cousin came over. He brought over his PS4 and what he did is he brought it over and we played it and we had a virtual reality headset that we put on. We were in virtual reality. And what we were doing is we were playing these games. One of the games was this little bomb game where you had to like uh, defuse a bomb and you look around and you're in like this room and you got to like do all these things in the right order. And then there was another game that was I liked a little bit better. It wasn't even really a game. It was just one that you were doing and you were in this virtual reality and it was underwater and it was being able to see all of this coral, being able to see all these fish swim by. And it was really cool because when you're looking around, your head moves with it. It's like wherever your head moves, it's like you feel like you're actually there. There was depth. There was the sound, the way that the sound was done. And what happened is I was looking around and all of a sudden there was this shark that came back, that came by from around. And I was like, whoa, 
and it felt like it was really close. And it was like, I could, I actually felt like I was there. Like my brain did not know the difference between being there and not being there. Although of course I knew like, okay, I'm in this virtual reality or whatever, but it felt very real. Then what happened is the shark went around and the shark does this thing where it scares you. So it kind of went around and there was this noise and then it goes away and you don't know where it is. And then you look, you can actually look all the way around. So I looked all the way around and all of a sudden the shark comes out of nowhere, scares the shit out of me. And then it comes around and bites into the cage. And as it's biting into the cage, you see it's, it's teeth and you see it bite in the cage. And then all of a sudden the door comes off. And as the door comes off, the thing that it's in this little cage that you're kind of being brought down to as if you're in like a scuba, uh, like one of those little tanks or whatever that are cages that are being brought down. And then the thing starts to move like as if the chain is about to break and I'm looking over the edge and you actually, I felt like that vertigo feeling as if you're going to fall over the edge. I felt that. Now, what I learned from this experience is that the brain doesn't know the difference and we already are almost at the point to where we have the technology to where we don't know the difference. Now, learning and knowing that we are already almost there from having a virtual, having a reality that we can hardly tell is virtual reality or not and there'll be eventual great quantum leaps with it to where it's like there's some type of technology where you really don't know the difference because you could say oh well you kind of tell it but you would you know it's not you know you're underwater or whatever but the brain doesn't know the difference at a certain level and if you could bring in a couple more senses which they've already done then it would be something that would take it to the next level now we're 2018 we're we're only a certain far along and Think about it in five or 10 years, they're going to have it. Like there's no doubt about it. Now what's to say at a higher level consciousness point of view, we haven't already done this. We haven't already created this reality system called earth where we interpret reality through the five senses. And this is how we interpret our reality. And we forget who we are at a greater consciousness level. And then we come here, we have certain lessons we learn, we have certain experiences we go through, we die at the end of our life, and we wake up at this higher level of consciousness. This seems highly probable, especially knowing that we can already almost do it, and we're like the caveman status to where we're going to be in like 50 to 100 years with as far and as fast as technology go, especially with AI and everything that's coming, that's coming up. So think about that. That's a sign right there that it is highly probable that we live in a virtual reality. There is already almost a technology to where we don't know the difference between what is real, what is unreal, and what is to stay that at a higher level consciousness point of view, that when we go to bed at night, I believe we wake up at this higher level consciousness. We simply forget why we're here because it's not necessarily relevant. I believe in the higher dimensional aspects of us, we feel unconditional love and bliss, which is naturally who we are. But the thing is, is it's not always relevant to remember that because then we wake up here and there's resistance in things and we wouldn't want to be here, but we have to still want to be here. So we don't remember all of those aspects of who we really are. So that is a sign that we live in a virtual reality and don't even know it. We already have the capability to do it. It's just that it's something that we may have done at a higher level consciousness point of view. Now, the second sign that we live in a virtual reality, we don't know it is going to use this example. I'm just going to share with you this example because this is something that has stunned scientists and people that have researched this. And it's this understanding that is highly likely that we live, that our identity, who we think we are is a form of avatar. And based on the avatar, based on the way that we see ourselves, 
that is going to determine what we experience in our life. Now there's this phenomenon, there's not really a name for it, but it has to do with studying people with multiple personality disorder. So people that have multiple personalities that shift from one person to the next person within the same person. So they have one, one person where they have certain characteristics, they shift to another personality, totally different characteristics. Here's something interesting that they found. There are people, this is documented, this is a real thing, there are people that have multiple personality disorder. What happens is these people will shift from one personality, we'll call that Fred, to another personality, we'll call that Tom. They shift from Fred to Tom. When they shift from Fred to Tom, Fred may have that of a certain personality and may also have a certain type of makeup with his body. Fred will then go to Tom, and when Fred goes to Tom, Tom has a tumor or some type of cancerous, uh, cancerous tumor in his body. Has that kind of uh, genetic makeup, not genetic makeup, but has that type of uh, characteristic with his body and has different characteristics, maybe different personality traits or whatever it is. Maybe even a different eye color. Then shifts back to Fred, and when he shifts back to Fred, he does not have that tumor. So they shift, this person, these people with personality disorder, multiple personality disorder, will shift from one personality to the other, and one personality not have the tumor, and the next personality have the tumor, or have the cancerous type cells. Now, what has changed within the five minutes that they have shifted from one personality to the other? Well, they've literally shifted avatars that are of a different program. They are of a different type of patterned way of thinking, of a different personality traits, and also of a different cellular structure. So this is very interesting because there's been even cases where people change eye color. And it's very, it's something that's empowering to know that it could be that easy to shift out of a, some type of disease, some type of cancerous type cells could be simply changing the programming of the avatar, changing the consistent thoughts that person thinks, the ways that they identify themselves. But this shows us that it is probable that there could be some type of program in play to when that person shifts, they also shift their past because then they've never had the tumor. That's why you can't even, you can't even go through Fred's body and find the cancerous cells because it's not there. But 10 minutes later, it may actually be there. This is something that boggles the minds of scientists themselves because how do we understand this? What does this all mean? And what it shows us is that reality is much more fluid than we thought. It shows us that we are much more powerful with the momentum of focus we have, with the momentum of thoughts we have, because maybe in a certain way, Fred's personality only has certain thought patterns, but then Tom's personality has thought patterns that are a little bit more negative, thought patterns that are a little bit more identified with things that don't serve, and maybe somehow that bring, maybe even the genetic makeup of that version of, uh, that's Tom, the other one's Fred, that version has certain patterns that run in the genetics of that program of Tom that then have that cancerous type cells. So it's a very interesting idea, but it could be as easy as shifting and understanding that the avatar is something that we perceive through, but we are not just the avatar. We are also the energy that moves through the avatar. In the same way that when we play the game Sims, we think that you know, we know we're playing the game Sims and we're having the person go and go to the daycare, drop off the kids, and then go and cook something in the kitchen in the simulated game. 
we know that that's not really who we are as we play it. In the same way, at a higher level consciousness point of view, I may be pretending to be Aaron, who's speaking through an avatar, who's speaking and sharing information, but at a greater level consciousness, I believe that I'm so much more than that. I believe you are so much more than that as well. I'm not saying this as if I'm special. I'm saying this, we are all special. We are all more than our avatar, but we identify and we perceive reality through our avatar for the period of time while we are here. Now, the third sign that we live in a virtual reality and we don't even know it is simply paying attention to mathematics, simply paying attention to certain patterns. Look at this pattern I'm wearing right now. This is called the flower of life. This pattern is inherent and found in every single particle and every single structure and is the founding blocks of what connects our reality together. That's one reason why I wear this shirt a lot. It symbolizes the connection between all things. You can find sacred geometry in just about everything. You can find sacred geometry in plants. You can find sacred geometry in the way crystallization forms. You can find it in everything. It's the way matter is constructed and connected. Now, mathematics, for example, as well. Everything works in patterns. Everything's a bunch of ones and zeros. This is something that has been shown at the quantum physics point of view. This is something that shows us that it's highly probable that this is something that because there's patterns of, it's a level of a program. There's a consistency that runs through all of it. And because there's this consistency, it's a sign that there's a level of a simulation or a level of this understanding of how we relate with reality. Even think about it in the form of the movie The Matrix, for example. Why did the movie The Matrix do so well? Well, was it just because it was a really cool movie with a lot of cool action and fighting? Movies that do as well as they do normally do well because it resonates with people at a very deep level. Now, it may not be that there's agents coming out to beat us up, but it could be a metaphor for understanding our own ego and understanding the matrix of life, the matrix of reality, being asleep to who we really are as this higher level consciousness point of view of being the one as Neo is. And it's very funny, the symbolism, Neo, the neocortex, understanding the symbolism of the whole movie in general, but it resonated. It did so phenomenally well in theaters and how many people have seen the movie, The Matrix, and how many people love the movie. It's very, to me, curious that that is something that is really caught on with our level of consciousness or with consciousness in general with people and something that resonates with people at a very deep level. I believe that one reason it may resonate so deeply is because there is a level of truth in it. And the level of truth is that we are logged in here. I believe that when we have what is called a spiritual awakening or we become aware that we're not just the avatar, we're not just the ego, we wake up to that higher level of consciousness and when we wake up, we then have more ability to, to go through life, to go through and experience what we want. But that's a sign that we live in a virtual reality is the mathematical precision of how everything works, of the patterns that we see inherent throughout reality shows that consistency of what we experience. Now, how can you hack through all of this knowing that we live in a virtual reality? Well, the first thing you can do is realize that the intent you have, when you have an intention, you increase the probability of something happening. More so than just the law of attraction, I think that this is even more powerful because it comes with the understanding of this higher level consciousness that we naturally are and how we can experience what we want through aligning with what our purpose is in life. 
The idea is that this larger consciousness part of us, our higher self, we could call it, has a certain life plan for us, certain things they want to experience while we're here in this limited hundred years that we're here on earth. And that what we can then do is realize that we are so much more than just this ego, than just the avatar. And then as we realize this, we can start to follow our passion. The vibration of our passion is the thread. It's the message from our higher self telling us, hey, go in this direction. This will lead you to something even better, to something even better. So as we follow that thread of passion, we find that things happen even easier for us because that is the path of least resistance. So this is something that I have found to be very powerful in my own life. The more I focus less on the materialism, the way that I used to look at the law of attraction, I'll just focus on the money, focus on the cars, focus on the house. Instead, I focus on my passion, knowing that as I trust the process, those things are side effects of it anyways. That's what I found to be powerful. Intention. I intend dot, dot, dot. What do I intend for? Whatever I intend for, I increase the probability of, and because of that, it's something that comes more into fruition. So think about it more in the form of intention. Understand the first step is becoming aware that we live in a form of virtual reality because then we gain our power back. Do you believe that we live in more of a game? Is life a game? I find that that serves me to believe that. Now, some people will say, oh, well, what about all the hard things in life? You're delusional, buddy, thinking that we live in a game. Well, life is like a game. That is a metaphor we can use because that is empowering. Because when we know it's a game, it's fun, it's loose, it's light. We can figure things out. We can hack the game. We can figure out little cheat codes without really cheating. But what we can do is we can do things that optimize us. Now, the things that are negative, the things that are bad. I'm not this entitled guy that's saying this. I've been through a lot of things. I've been through things when I was young. I've been through a lot of child abuse growing up. It's not like my life's been all dandy roses and unicorns and stuff. So I'm not saying this from a perspective of I've never experienced negative stuff in my life. I'm saying it. I've been through all that negativity. I've transmuted it. It led to my spiritual awakening to me waking up to understanding that life is more than just this physical reality that I experience. that there is this higher level consciousness point of view. So what I'm saying is having that perspective has served me to hack the system, to becoming aware that I'm so much more than that. So are you. And what I can then do is wake up and transmute all the negative past, all the stuff from the past. You can do it as well. That's why I tell you what I've been through, because then you know that if I've done it, so can you. You can hack the system by becoming aware of the idea of understanding you are so much more than your avatar, than the ego structure that you look through, that at nighttime you're awake, you're awake at this higher level consciousness point of view, and that if you exist now, you will always exist because energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's a very empowering understanding. These are the three signs that you live in a virtual reality and may not even know it. Understand it could be as simple as knowing that virtual reality already exists. We already know the, know the difference. What's to say at a higher level consciousness point of view, we haven't already done this. Understanding that the rule set that we've created, that the way reality works is something that has patterns in it, patterns that interweave in and out of it, that there's this mathematical precision and that with, with this mathematical precision, it is something that is consistent through all of life. Understanding that there are people that shift from one avatar to the other using the multiple personality disorder that proves to us there's a different genetic makeup, a different level of cellular structure, which shows that it's highly likely just a program of one to the other to the other. We could say that we are so much more than this program at a higher level consciousness point of view. You are so much more 
and that's why I shared this video with you. So if you like this type of video, can you leave me a comment below and let me know? I'll do more videos on stuff like this of understanding that it's probable we live in a simulation or virtual reality, how empowering that is because at the fundamental core, we are love. Let me know what you think of this video. Also, I'll be doing more live Q and A's. If you have questions about this kind of stuff, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I also post daily content there as well. And other than that, as always, I hope you enjoyed this video. Feel free to like this video. If you like it, subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the little notification gear because the way YouTube does things now is you actually have to hit that button to see my daily videos. And other than that, as always, peace, much love, and namaste.